Okay, Sana, so I think what we should do in this wait, 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 wait. is you, you sent over these... I already what? know what to do and what to say. Okay. This is Book of Sana, not Book of James. We already passed the Old Testament. We are now over Revelation. <laughs> it has been revealed to me what <laughs> will go on in this episode. Sana is taking the lead. Okay. Love. Honey. Yes, dear. You're my man. You are the pillar of strength in our marriage. You are my sun in the sky. You are the seven color in my life's rainbow. Oh, that's beautiful, sweetheart. Thank you. You are the salt on my wounds. Oh. Um, well, I have to think about that one. What exactly <laughs> do you mean by salt on my wound, honey? Well, actually, that's the that that phrase that I just told you is the most significant in my relationship with you. Hmm. Well, it seems to me that uh, salt on the wound, when I put salt on a, like a cut on my finger, it just stings and it burns and it's not very pleasant. So it seems to me like you're saying that I don't make your life very pleasant. Right. But you see, even if you want to get uh, gold and shape it to become a beautiful jewelry, you have to put it into fire you have to hit it with hammer and sickle you have to do all sort of the things to it that are not pleasant but at the end it become a jewelry that is very very expensive okay so you're telling me that i'm the the jewelry or i'm the uh what am i the the, the salt you're the salt honey I'm the you're salt. not the jewelry yet just stay as salt okay <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're not the jewelry. You are the tribulation that makes the jewelry. Right. Exactly. Right. You got okay. it now. Hey, yes. at least if I can add any part of value to your life, then that's a life worth living. So I don't know if you have read, but um, or have you ever heard of uh, Abu Ali Sina or Ibn Sina or Avicenna? He was the father of medicine from old Persia. Uh, I think if I'm not wrong, he's the first person, physician, who has conducted an open open surgery first time without anesthetic. Wow. And he used salt ah. as a prescription for any sort of disease or, you know, healing all sort of um, human health, you know, as part of medicine. And in during World War, when there was short of medicine, uh, they used to use salt and cover the wounds of the soldier uh, as an antiseptive um, agent or disinfect, basically, <laughs> the opening laceration and stuff like that. So, are you still having double thought about salt or being a salt? No, I've, I've always had singular thoughts about this, honey. It's always seemed like the best idea ever. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
you have to now say how come James is a salt, not that I have seen. Oh, I so see. So you can lead me to another part of okay. this, you know? Well, at least we don't sound scripted. Well, Sana. Yeah, but you how have to cut these parts, honey. Like previous one, we had to cut a lot of parts, you know, clean okay. it. All make right. It All this right. one All right, Sana. So how am I the salt on your wound? I'm intrigued. Are you ready to hear? Can I, you handle this? Uh, let's see. If I can't handle it, then I'll hang up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Maybe you have to grab your chair and sit on your chair before I start. Okay, hold I'm on afraid. to your hold on to your chairs. You might fall off. <laughs> you and Jane might fall off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can take it. Okay, the very first one is um, salt has healing power. So I noticed when, I mean, both of us, we are working, we have our own colleagues, and sometimes we have good days, we have bad days. But since I married you, when I come home from work or I have a bad day, I kind of forget about it. It's like when the moment you come in front of me and you give me a hug, it's like a miracle. Instant healing happens to all the wounds I have on my heart, soul, emotion, or whoever did something intentionally or unintentionally to me. So that's the first thing that salt does, which is you. Maybe I should start calling you salty, not honey. <laughs> now I think honey will do just fine. Maybe next time we can do how the healing powers of honey. That'd be nice. <clears throat> wow, now that's narcissist. Because James doesn't call me honey. I call him honey. He calls me sweetness. And the next episode is again about him. <laughs> As they all should be. <laughs> Maybe the next episode you can talk about honey, how it is sweet, and why if honey was not sweetness, <laughs> then... It wouldn't be, you know, treated as honey. All right. So we have salt has healing properties. And right. you're saying that when you are, you go through a difficult time, maybe at your job, you come home and there's James to give you a big hug and you just feel better instantly. Yes. That's one. What do, you, what do you think is the cause of that? I mean, there's got to be some chemical reactions inside of the body that just make you feel going from forlorn and dejected and sad and all of a sudden, you get a hug from your husband, and you feel good. I believe it's dopamine. Dopamine or wait, endorphin? Well, I think it's dopamine that is the, it's called the feel-good chemical, and that it's released when you have physical contact with another person or the person that you love, person that you feel in sync mm -hmm. with, like we talked about in the last episode. Right. Uh, when you're making love with your partner. So. Well, when you give me a hug, if you want to look at it in very scientific manner, well, hug, <clears throat> touch, or sitting even close to somebody that you love or you're in love with, uh, your body naturally releases oxytocin, which uh, usually scientists call it a <clears throat> cuddle hormone. Cuddle hormone. Nice. Yeah. So... If, if you notice, since we are married, every morning when we are together, when we wake up, the very first thing I do is I come in front of you and I just raise my hand like, yes, you know, I yep. give up, I surrender. Give me a hug. 
And you know, oh, okay, no, I don't even ask you. And you're like drinking your coffee, your RBF face turns to this. Uh, okay. And you're like, Fine. okay, I know, you need a hug. All right. Just <laughs> yeah. give me a second. <laughs> I'm reading the book of James. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right with you. I'm being spiritual. Right. So this hormone actually can help you to relax and ro- it will it also lowers your anxiety uh, which can effectively lower your blood pressure. Oxytocin also been known by scientists that it can actually boost your heart health um, and you feel basically you're like you're in a meditation mode. Yes, 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 yes. That's oxytocin. And I'm not I'm not uh, a foremost expert on these chemicals, but I also know that there's a chemical in your body called dopamine that's also known as the feel-good chemical. Uh, I'm not the person to explain all of these scientific terms. Other people can explain it much better than I can. But uh, I do know that when you do get a hug from someone, especially someone that you love and like your romantic and intimate partner, there are these chemicals that are released inside, and it's just as natural as, say, uh, melatonin, which is just naturally released into your body at night, just part of the circadian rhythm, and it's just as it's just as natural as uh, the air that you breathe, you know. So, yeah, it's a very physical physiochemical reaction from a hug. So, yes. So the second point why I call you salty is because you kind of act as a disinfectant in my life. Disinfectant? Really? Yeah. Okay. Like antioxidant. Okay. Like sometimes it's just life becomes hard. And Mm -hmm. I know you like to dine with me. There are times you just come back from your office and be like, hey, you know what, don't cook. Let's just go to Eon or let's go to a mall, to a restaurant, or let's go to a proper burger. To have a proper food <laughs> at yeah. a proper time. <laughs> and when we sit down, it's like more, I noticed, and I was really observant, it's always you talking to me. Hmm. It's like most of the time when you talk, and I notice you are not aware because you're also eating, but there's some, uh, these talks are in your head and you just want to say to someone. And of course, I'm your wife's team with you. You always tell it to me. And mm-hmm. I notice when I talk to you afterward, you kind of forget about it because you were eating and it just <laughs> maybe, like I said, it was a talk in your head and it was just coming out and sharing it with me. And most of the times when we are eating out, you always say positive stuff. It's like, you know, you always lift my spirit. You just like, you say, I know it's difficult at work. I know it's that. I know this thing is happening at home uh, with, you know, issues and stuff. But then every time you are eating, you just look at every scenario in a very positive way. And I feel like one by one, you are taking all the negative energy that was restored within you and me off. And when we eat together, you smile a lot that you don't often do. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because you're happy you're eating. Because they said if you want to uh, have a happy husband, make sure you will cook good food for them. So I don't know where it is coming from. But I still think that's part of the quality of you saltiness. Keep the balls empty and the belly full. And the man will be happy. 
Right. So yeah, you disinfect. Okay. Well, I wasn't I wasn't aware that I was having this this uh, this effect on you, but it's refreshing to hear that I'm doing some good in this world. <laughs> Which world? World of marriage or the <laughs> <Yeah>. world? <laughs> All of the above. <clears throat> Hopefully, our marriage is making a positive impact in the world. I think it does. Mm-hmm. Do you remember I think when, so. we, when we went to my colleague's uh, wedding? The very first thing she said to you with her newly husband married. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shake, she shake hand with you and said, I really admire you and her. And I, I appreciate how you love Sana and you make mm-hmm. all this initiative and travel coming here. And now you're mm-hmm. in my wedding. It wasn't an insignificant move on my part to go to Vietnam. <clears throat> that was uh, it was a major thing. I could have just hung out and found a homely girl here in Virginia Beach, but duty calls. When you find someone like Sana, you go to the ends of the earth to get it done. What else can Are you say? Are you saying you're in love? I'm smitten. <laughs> Hand over heels. Head over heels. <laughs> Hand over heels. <laughs> Head over heels. Smitten. I can't even think of any more superlatives. I'm just so taken by your exquisite beauty. So is okay. this is this your idea of uh, being a salt on your wound by saying these sweet things? I, I, I'm not trying to say sweet things. I'm saying things that are reality. All right. Why do you think these are just a sweet thing? So this is how you actually feel. This is how I actually feel when things are okay. Okay. The third one is give taste to our life, to our married life. Okay. It's just what, do like, by, what do you mean by taste? What do you mean by taste? Just being salty. If, if I cook a food for you and I put it on a table... And you taste it. Sometimes say, honey, can you get mm, the salt? You want to add some more salt. Why do you do that? Because you want to get the level of spice to a level that is familiar to your taste bud. And naturally, your brain, your neurosystem will match that taste to your previous good times, you know, whatever taste you have experienced on that food. That's why you add salt to it. So when me and you get married, you add salt to my life and you bring salt into our life. If you're not there, I'm bitter. I feel I lose my mind. I, my day is just going too slow and it's just not tasty. Right. Okay. So, well, I, I've always understood salt to not necessarily add flavor, but it enhances the flavor. Like if you put salt on eggs then it just makes the eggs, it just gives the eggs a different vibrance. Exactly, right. A new, a new level of vibrance. I'm not saying that my life was shattered if you were not there, <laughs> no. I'm saying you add taste to my life. That's right. what I said. Right, okay. It's already good and it became even better. <clears throat> it's like, it's not necessary to have um, ketchup on your sausage. You can eat the sausage and still tasty. But if you mm-hmm. add ketchup, you get a plus, right? Extra right. taste on it. Yes, that makes yep. the whole experience even better. And then add mustard and relish, and even mayonnaise. much better. Are you trying to raspberry uh, jam? 
are you trying to tell me to be Avocado. a polygamy involving polygamy? So I should have a lot of salts in my life. What? Where did you come you up with that? You just said maybe we can add more. I mean, you're ketchup, talking about a hot dog relish and this and that. I try to look into our. Yeah, life. you got me thinking about food. So all bets are off when you mention hot dogs. We ready for the next one? Ready. Okay, next one is. James makes me beautiful. <gasps> I make you beautiful? Well, you were beyond beauty when we first met, honey. How could I possibly enhance your beauty? I, I'm not really... James knows I don't really put up put a lot of heavy makeup. I like to be natural. Mm-hmm. And um, if I want to put makeup daily, it's just a little touch on my face to look fresh. Mm-hmm. But I do uh, like to wash my face with facial foam or scrub and most of the scrub that i use they have a good amount of salt in it so yes that makes sense i do that because i feel like my skin become beautiful but mm-hmm. since i married james i think i even became much more beautiful because his presence in my life it just brings so much surprises and so mm-hmm. much of happy times that I naturally became beautiful. Right. Well, I I can say that the difference between sauna when we're physically separated and sauna when we're together is profound. Uh, It's it's not like she's uh, lacking in beauty when uh, I'm not with her, but there's just a vibrancy about her that she has when her husband is around. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I'm just saying that she is speaking the truth. She's a different person when we're able to be together as am i i mean we are meant to be together and i i i I suffer things that that you know i go i i have emotional reactions to things that i just don't have when when you're around i I sometimes just get a little short with my uh, with my temper at certain react certain circumstances uh when i'm by myself that i just i just don't have when I'm with you. And it reminds me of the scripture in the book of Genesis where God looked at Adam or the first man before the first woman was created and he said, it is not good for man to be alone. And I've thought of that verse many times in the last few years while you were over there and I'm over here attending to business that I have to take care of. And I would, I would just, I would, something happens and I just I get I get upset at something and I just think to myself it's not good for a man to be alone. I need my woman. Because if when my woman's there it has a stabilizing effect on me. And uh sounds like Sana is having saying the essentially the same thing. Okay, are you ready for the next point? There's also another level of confidence that one feels just sitting in a restaurant with your wife next to you right. or your husband next to you. You who wants to go to a restaurant by themselves? You know, you do it sometimes because you have to, but there's just, you just have a, another level of confidence going into a restaurant with your woman. So, I mean, when we are up together, everything is just balanced. Yeah, balanced. You don't yeah, extra, you don't think extra overthinking. You <clears> don't have <throat> to uh, do the guesswork. You don't have to, when you're together, it's just like, it's only, the whole world is only me and you we don't even care what's happening in the world the whole day and night is just evolve around 
both of us. I'm I'm a lecturer and I mm-hmm. talk a lot. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you noticed and you have observed when I come back home, I have difficulty talking. I pretty much don't talk. And my voice changes because I talk a lot when I teach. So I like to put a little bit of salt in the warm water and gargle. And I feel after 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I feel much better. I, I kind of thought about this uh, in a very different way. Like when I said, you're like a salt to clear my throat. It's mm-hmm. not because my throat is painful. Uh, but of course, that's also true when I'm not feeling well. Health-wise, you're always beside me. You take care of me. You buy me medicine. But I remember one day I cut my finger and I just asked James what when he's coming back from office to buy me a Band-Aid. And he bought the whole Band-Aid in the Pharma City little drugstore we have downstairs. I was like, honey, why did you buy so many of them? He said, well, I didn't know which one you like. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, uh, this happened probably in 2020. Now we're in 2022 and I still have the whole box of Band-Aid. <laughs> well, at least <laughs> we had no. <laughs> How many times I cut my <laughs> Right. <laughs> of course, what I mean by that is when James is in my life, I my thought patterns are more towards, inclined towards more positive. And I believe whatever we think a human being has in his or her mind eventually becomes their words and come out of their mouth. And as they repeatedly use these words, it becomes their action. And if you do that often, it becomes habit. Why I think James is like a salt in my throat, because when James is with me, I always think positive and when I talk about any situation whether it's the worst or a best situation I always talk about positive side of the the event or I look at the bright side of it and of course with James he always promotes and he always gives me the ability to talk and speak the truth well I, I aim to please baby I aim to please and I'm glad to hear that I've had some sort of positive impact on your life. Well, sweetheart, I wasn't sure what uh, what to expect when you told me what you wanted to talk about in this episode. And uh, I was prepared for the worst, but it turned out okay. It sounds like you meant it in a very positive sense, and I receive your positive vibes that you have shared in this episode of the Bavoshtan podcast. Uh, James, actually decided to divide the show into two parts. You're going to soon see a section which which says uh, Books of Sana, right? Book of Sana, like a book of the Bible. Book of Sana. And uh, the other part you will see Gone Nuclear. So if you see Book of Sana, uh, everything uh, that is initiated by me or... Uh, brainstorm by me. Uh, basically, the whole show will be hosted by me. And if you go to the Gun Nuclear, you will find out that James is the host, and most of the topics and whatever he comes up is his original uh, thought. Uh, you can also contact each of us separately on these two shows, separate shows. Uh, of course, you can find us on JNS.media. 
and we are ready to hear your stories. We are ready to hear your comments and uh, see how best we can serve your needs. This is Sana speaking. I am here together with my salty husband, James Newcomb. <laughs>